Let's now speak to Peggy Zwengosi, who's the co-chairperson of the Joint Committee on Ethics and Members' Interests. So this week, Parliament has released the outcomes surrounding breaches in the Code of Ethical Conduct and Disclosures of Members' Interests. This is in light of the Ethics Committee's recommendation to the National Assembly that the Economic Freedom Fighters um, EFF Chief Whip, Floyd Chivambu, should be fined nine days of his salary for not disclosing the payments made to him Made to made to him. Uh, this is from Sikamega, which is linked to the VBS scandal. One hundred eighty thousand rand uh, was sent to him. Meanwhile, the Minister of Police, as Bong has now just indicated, um, from the African National Congress, Begitkele has ordered has been ordered to apologise to Ian Cameron after losing his temper at the activist at a community meeting in Guguletu about a year ago. To unpack these findings and what happens next, we are now joined by Begi Zwenkosi, who is the co-chairperson of the Joint Committee on Ethics and Members' Interests. Peggy Zerk, good <coughs> afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Uh, good afternoon, uh, Good afternoon, So, the, Thank you so much. Let's start off with the Minister Peggy Kreles. So he's already indicated that he's going to take the finding on review. Um, what, what would the ordinary process be after such a finding has been made? Uh, currently, the matter is 80 feet in, in Parliament, which means uh, it is on the agenda of Parliament and will be tabled uh, and accepted by Parliament. That finishes the entire process. And then, Honorable Taylor can then take whatever decision he wishes to review the matter. That can only be done through the court process. Uh, there is no provision for a for reviewing our decision except taking them to through the court. Does it surprise you at all that he has now said that you will take the matter on review or the finding on review? I'm just hearing it from you, but he did indicate to us uh, in committee when we uh, had his presentation that in fact asked a question whether he has recourse and we confirmed to him that he does have recourse and that means taking the matter on review yeah. through the court. Okay. Um, but you are sticking to this finding yes, as the committee? Change, yes, you can't change the finding of the committee. Remember that it's a finding and a recommendation to the National Assembly. We will not change it. We stick by it. It is our decision. We arrived at it through a rational process, and he was accorded the required alterum to speak on the issue, he only indicated that he is challenging the, the penalty. Uh, he never even addressed the video footage and his utterances in that, in that meeting, except to make um, uh, an allegation that this is political and personal. Political he never and... really spoke. Yeah, he never really spoke to the issue on whether his conduct directed the, the Mr. Ian Cameron, who is a member of the public, was uh, not correct or incorrect or, or correct. 
Yeah. So, so how did that then go? Because in the statement that you've issued, I also note that the issue that you mentioned now says that from following the deliberations, the committee noted that um, the member in his written representation did not specifically address the incident that he is alleged to have shouted shut up at the complainant. However, the video footage taken on the day which was played in the committee shows that the member was irate and that he did, it, and it did shout um, at the complainant. Yes. Um, when when we deliberated on the matter, we asked him to submit on the allegation itself. Honorable Kaila didn't speak in his submission written on on whether he did shout at, at uh, Mr. Ian Cameron and was uh, irate towards him. He didn't address those issues. Only when we arrived at sanction did he approach us to differ with us on sanction and raise the issues. So substantively, he he has not spoken to the fact of his conduct and behavior towards a member of the public who was uh, raising an issue uh, that he thought the minister would address uh, and, and only to be met with uh, that type of uh, response. Yeah. And when he, when he responded to the committee around um, the sanction, um, did the committee get any sense at all that there was a level of remorse at all? No. Um, all all Honorable Kale said was that he is challenging. Uh, he is he differs with the sanction, and asked if uh, he has recourse. He never spoke to, and never uh, reviewed his conduct, and and did not express remorse at all. Yeah, and just a quick reminder again of those sanctions. Yeah, the sanction is that he should uh, uh, offer or prefer an apology to Mr. Cam- Ian Cameron in the sitting of Parliament itself. Uh, that in itself, as I indicated in other platforms, is a, a, an apology made by a, a member of the part of, of Parliament in the National Assembly uh, the highest decision-making body in terms of legislation. That suffices to say the people that elect us expect particular conduct of us as members. We take an oath to uphold the law and to act legally and conduct ourselves in a manner that evinces respect for the institution we represent. And that that apology in the House suffices uh, publicly uh, as, as sanction. Okay. Um, and then on the matter of the deputy president of the EFF, Floyd Chivambu, on round the 180,000 rand, the EFF has now also issued a statement saying that they will take this matter on review. Um, when when the committee looked at this matter and the allegation that was made, um, did Floyd Chivambu at all indicate in the committee's res- in the res- his response to the committee um, that um, the money that was received from Skamega, which is a company owned by his brother, um, the 180,000 rand was actually a loan? No. Uh, in our chorus, numerous correspondences, uh, Honorable Shivambu, the only thing he indicated to us is that he thinks the matter is sub care. His brother was challenging it uh, and taking it on review, uh, the, the, the report. However, when we inquired with the South African Reserve Bank whether there is a review of the issue, uh, the Reserve Bank confirmed to us that only Mr. Denim Caesar has taken that report on review. On that basis, there was no 
review coming from Samega and or uh, Mr. Brian Shivambu, and we proceeded. And the did, other thing that he, okay. he, the other thing that he indicated to us is that he was going to uh, consult legally with his uh, lawyers. In that period, nothing happened. Honorable Shivambu didn't come back to the committee despite numerous communications with him through his public and private uh, communication channels. And the committee deliberated and, and did find that on the information we have, these monies have moved uh, from VBS bank accounts into Scamera and found themselves I mean, found uh, themselves in his personal account. And that the monies were not declared in 2017. And, and, and I know that a decision has now been taken, but this particular revelation or his argument um, from the EFF that, that, that this was a loan, um, is there any possibility at all of the committee saying, let's reopen the matter, or is it a done deal, it is what it is, that is the finding? The difficulty with that, firstly, is that, uh, one, Skamega and or Azania PTYLTD are not licensed financial service providers. In other words, they cannot issue loans to anybody without a license. So you, as Sampier, uh, cannot go to Skamega and ask for a loan because it is not their core business. That's the first thing. The second thing is that whether it was a loan or a donation, it had to be declared as such because any amount that you receive outside of your salary has to be declared because the oath uh, confines you to earning a public salary paid by parliament, in other words, by taxpayers. That was not declared. Thirdly, if there was a loan agreement, if there was a loan, there should have been a loan agreement with terms of repayment, interest, and period. In 2017, when these declarations were, these declarations were made, that loan agreement was not in the declaration. We are now in 2023. The same de declaration does not have any indication that there was a loan agreement between him and Samega. So... It, it, it makes it very, very difficult, but it, it, it mires uh, the response in, in, in difficulty because all we are going to ask for is that give us the loan agreement. Was mm. it paid? What are the terms? Was the interest? And when was it paid off? These are not before the committee. So the committee stands by its decision yeah. and will not change its decision and recommendations. Is there really an expectation that MPs must report when they have applied for a loan and the loan has been given to them? That they must report and, and declare that there's a loan that they receive from a bank or whichever person may have given them a loan? As a member, you are required to make public and private uh, disclosures. So any amount that you receive, whether from directorships, be it from investments, be it from pensions, be it from loans that you take, your home loan, etc., has to be declared because it's additional income mm. over and above what you earn as your salary. So you have to declare that and, 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 and tell the legislature that, look, I have taken this loan this point. I, I just can't recall whether you declare it in the public or private uh, 
a disclosure form, but I think it is in the private disclosure form. Yeah. Um, and then just a final one as well, the Financial Intelligence Centre, there was some information that you were seeking from them, even in the matter of um, Julius Malema, and the um, Financial Intelligence Centre said that they can't assist you. Um, does this mean that even with the matter of with uh, Floyd, oh, sorry, with uh, Julius Malema as well, where you say that your finding is inconclusive, that that's the end of it, Parliament doesn't necessarily have the power um, to subpoena a FICA to come and say that we need this information to conclude our investigations? Yes. Uh, FICA, uh, the Financial Intelligence Centre, indicated to us that we are not a reporting board in terms of the legislation, uh, Section 14. And therefore, they are not uh, at liberty to share any financial intelligence information with us. We sought legal advice, and we agreed with that legal advice that consent saved. Uh, that closes the matter in respect of Honorable Malema. Uh, however, uh, other law enforcement agencies can and will pursue uh, the matters around PBS. Uh, but as far as we are concerned, we are, we are we're concentrating only on whether monies were received mm. and they were declared in, in the disclosure forms. Thank you so much for your time. That's Peggy Zonkosi, the co-chairperson of the Joint Committee on Ethics and Members' Interests.